Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and I've got a short pod for you this week because we don't actually have that much going on, and I think that might be the first time that I have ever said that since I started doing this podcast. So here we are, episode 106, and I finally get to say to you, there's not a lot going on. On the other hand, there is a lot going on because we've had so much happening that this respite this week is going to give us an opportunity to digest, to process. Now, Virgo rules the gut. It is associated with digestion, our intestinal tract. With that in mind, you might be feeling a lot of things in your gut this week as you start to digest all the things that have been going on. So as you know, when you are in a state of chaos or when you are experiencing trauma or abuse, you are in survival mode. And then the minute you get yourself out of that situation, you start to actually process it and that's when the feelings come up. So don't be surprised if this week you've got a lot of feelings coming up even though there's not a lot of planets talking to one another in the sky. Let's take a minute to go back to last week. We had a lot happening. We had Mars opposite Neptune. That was super intense. Neptune is our connection to spirit. Mars is our motivation, our drive. It's also our anger. And there was a lot going on in the world that is making us super freaking angry. And that was all getting activated. There's always an opportunity when we have Neptune transits for someone to use that energy in a way to try to take advantage of someone else or to create an illusion or be in delusion. So it was a really tough week. And we also had the T-square with Venus, Pluto, and Eris. So on last week's podcast, we talked a bunch about Pluto square Eris. So you can go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. And I do a deep dive into Pluto square Eris at the very end of the episode. That is some good stuff to listen to because we're going to circle back to Pluto and Eris in October. That's when we're going to finish up that story. But for now, I will just say that when we had... Eris and Venus opposed. These are two fierce feminine energies. Venus, while she can be lovely and romantic and beautiful and interested in art and all those things, she also has a side of her that is a warrior. So when we had Venus opposite Eris with both of them squaring Pluto, wasn't surprising that last week we saw women being attacked in the news, in the world, whether it be the women protesting to retain their rights in Afghanistan and those protests being met with violence by the Taliban or the abortion ban for all intents and purposes in Texas. Women's rights are under attack for sure. And the reason we saw that 
was possibly partly because of this T-square that had so much feminine energy to it. But guess what? Those people didn't know that the new moon in Virgo was coming. And the good thing about this new moon was that it's one of the juiciest, loveliest, nicest new moons that we're getting this year. It is in the sign of the maiden, which is this idea of pure potential. So the archetype of the maiden, which is the symbol of Virgo, she is the unmarried woman who has her whole life in front of her and she's carrying a shaft of wheat because she's collecting the harvest. And so while Virgo is often associated with work, it's also associated with the fruits of your labor. So we have to remember to allow ourselves to enjoy the fruits of our labor right now. This is the lovely time right at the end of the summer where we get the best produce, the best fruits and vegetables at the farmer's market before we move into fall, which is personally my favorite time of year, but it is a time of turning inward. So this is that last hurrah in a way while we're still in the sun-filled days of summer before we go into a darker period. The new moon in Virgo happened at 14 degrees Virgo on Monday, and that 14 degrees is pretty close to 15 degrees. And as you know, if you've been listening, Uranus is pretty close to that 15 degrees of Taurus. So this new moon was in a trine, which is harmonious. And one of our favorite ways for the planet to talk to each other is through a trine, because it means that it gives us some good juju to work with. With the new moon in this trine with Uranus, it allows us to embrace the changes that are going on. So you might be thinking, oh, I don't want to embrace any of those changes that were happening last week in the news. I get it, but this is about gearing up, putting your strategy together to make the changes that you want to make, whether that's on an individual level or a collective level. And we've been talking a lot on this podcast about being a conscious citizen. The great thing about being in this Virgo season is that we all can strategize. We can all do the detailed work of getting the email lists together, of getting the petitions together, of making the phone calls. Really, the ground game is how things change in society when it comes to politics. When you talk to any activists, they'll talk about it's really the mundane stuff, like making the calls and getting the lists and the emails and the petitions that make change happen. So this is the time to make change happen. And we are working with the wind at our backs. So do not let all of the news get you down. There's also lots of good things happening. We saw that Britney Spears is finally potentially getting out of her conservatorship. And that's a great example of people made their voices heard. They stuck to it. They kept showing up on social media. And now hopefully she's getting her freedom. Her chart was particularly getting banged up the past few years by lots of big transits. I believe it's her Venus in Capricorn was getting hit pretty hard in 2020 by the Saturn-Pluto-Jupiter conjunction. She's a Sagittarius, so the past year and a half of eclipses have been hitting her sun, the sign of her sun, and she also has a moon in Aquarius. So all the Aquarius stuff we've been talking about this year, that's been hitting her moon. And of course, a moon in Aquarius, her desire is to experience freedom and liberation above all other things. That's her default setting. The moon is our 
absolute need, what we have to experience to feel emotionally fulfilled. And for her, it's freedom because she's a moon in Aquarius and all of you moons and Aquarius people out there can relate to her. She's also a sun in Sagittarius and that's the other sign that's most related to freedom and adventure and just being out on the open road. So that's good news for Brittany and her chart. Hopefully the intensity that's been hitting her chart will start to let up and we get to experience a little bit of freedom, a little bit of breathing room this week as the planets sort of hang out in their own spaces and don't really talk to one another too much. But there are a few exact transits, so we'll talk about those. So of course we hit the week hard with that new moon right up front. That's the big thing this week. Monday was Labor Day and we had all the transits happening that day. The new moon, as I said, was trying Uranus, the change maker. So we're embracing the changes that are underfoot. We also had Mars trying Pluto again, harmonious working together. That is strategic manifestation. So if there's something you've been wanting to create, this is a week that you're really going to have the wind at your back to make it happen. You also had Venus trying Jupiter. It's like the exact thing you want when you want to make stuff happen when you want to manifest you want venus and jupiter to be in a trine so that brings us luck and abundance and a feeling like everything is falling into place you might have had some heavy residue from the venus square pluto on sunday so monday may have not felt as freeing as the astrology makes it sound because venus square pluto was pretty intense this weekend we had a lot of passion maybe some fear maybe some fighting combine that with the mars opposite neptune which brought the confusion and delusion that could have made Monday feel a little heavier. But luckily, as we move through the week, things will get lighter. The moon goes from the new moon into Libra. Libra is always a sign where we got to work with one another and be in partnership and connect. The moon moved into Libra on Tuesday night. And then we'll have the moon move into Scorpio later in the week. And Scorpio can be intense, but I think this is going to really help with processing all of those emotions that I mentioned earlier. And then, of course, the very end of the week on Sunday, the 12th of September, the moon will move into Sagittarius, and that's always a good time. And that will be a nice start to next week. But while we're here, let's talk about what's going on this week. So again, we're recalibrating. We are processing. We're digesting. We also have the Mercury opposite Chiron on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, we might be second guessing something we said. You might be feeling bad about something you've expressed to someone. This is normal. Mercury is your communication. And Chiron, of course, is the wound. So when Mercury opposes Chiron, you might feel like I've got to express how I'm feeling if someone's hurt you, or you might be feeling really badly that you've hurt someone else. Again, no major transits after that transit on Wednesday, which is really just after midnight on Wednesday. But on Friday, Venus moves into Scorpio. So when Venus moves into Scorpio, it is time for all things that are sexy. Scorpio rules sex, death, taxes. It is 
one of my favorite signs for so many reasons. And one of them is that Scorpio is one of the most resilient signs, one of the deepest signs, one of the most passionate signs, but it's very strategic and it's investigative. So whenever we're working with Scorpio, we put on our detective hat and we get out our magnifying glass and we look for what's really there. So when Venus moves into Scorpio on Friday for the next few weeks while she's hanging out there, you might get to what's really going on in your relationship. You might get to what's really going on with your money. You might get to what's really going on below the surface for you. And of course, we've got Scorpio season up and coming. So it's not the last Scorpio energy you're going to experience, but Venus is really leading the pack right now. She is ahead of the other personal planets. So she's moving first, then we see Mercury, then we see the sun, and then we see Mars. So that's the way that we've been operating the past few months. So she's just getting our feet warm to what's going on in the Scorpio part of our charts. Now, I'll give you a little preview of next week. We will have the sun opposite Neptune on Tuesday. So some of the deep, intense stuff that you were experiencing last week when Mars was opposite Neptune might come up again because the sun will be opposite Neptune. But you may have heard a very common phrase, sunlight is the best disinfectant. So the sun opposite Neptune will illuminate some of the stuff that was causing confusion for us and hopefully will illuminate our way out of some of those challenges that presented themselves last week in the news. We also will have Mars moving into Libra on Tuesday. And as I said, you know, these planets are moving into the signs a little bit faster than the sun. So we're getting a preview of Libra season before the sun moves into Libra because we're still in Virgo season. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. This is a week that has a lot of great earth energy. Virgo is the mutable earth sign. And the beauty of Virgo is that Virgos have a talent for maximizing what they have. So even if they don't have a lot, even if they don't have a lot of money, even if they don't have a lot of clothes, even if they don't have a lot of food in the fridge, they can make it happen. They can pull it together and make it into something that is great. Because Virgo is the sign that puts the bow on the gift. The mutable signs are the ones that finish up the project and transition us into the next thing. You know this because we're at the end of summer and Virgo is the sign that marks the end of summer and gets us prepared for the beginning of fall, which is Libra season. So we are in the process of putting that bow on the gift and things aren't always black and white, right? There's a lot of gray in astrology. So while we're putting on the the bow on some of the things in our life, some of the projects we're working on, we're also setting the plan for the future. And that's what this new moon on Monday was so great for. There were so many wonderful, beautiful, harmonious aspects to that new moon that are really letting us know that we have the wind at our backs to make those plans for the future. So this is an exciting week. I'm really happy about this week. I think there's a lot of good earth energy that allows us to ground, that allows us to process some of the stuff that's happened and to prepare ourselves for what's coming next. 
One thing to note is that Mercury entered its shadow this week. So that means that Mercury retrograde is coming. It's coming toward the end of this month. Don't freak out about it. This is the last week that Mars is in Virgo. Mars is our drive. So when Mars is in Virgo, we can get a lot of the little stuff done. So if you've been lagging on your finances or lagging on cleaning up the house or lagging on food prep, it's a great week to get into those routines again. Of course, it's the first week of school for a lot of families. So a lot of people are going back to the office this week after many months at home because of COVID. This is a great week for getting back to those routines that support you and really making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Because Virgo, it's about devotion to the self. It's about devotion to the everyday, to the routine, to the work of our life. And when we are able to devote ourselves to the work of our life, we are honoring something on the spiritual level, right? So there's this push and pull between Virgo and Pisces because they're opposite signs. With Virgo, we're devoting ourselves to the day in, day out of eating well and exercising and getting up and going to bed and doing our skincare routine and all those things. But when all of those things are taken care of, when your physical form is taken care of, you have the space to tend to your spirit. And that's the beauty of the Virgo Pisces sisterhood as opposing but complementary signs. So that's what I got for you today. Hang with me because I got a new segment on the other side. Hey, did you know that you can practice yoga with me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as well as two Sundays a month? In Online Yoga Club, I take the practice of yoga and the ancient wisdom tradition of astrology and bring them together and we practice in collaboration with the planets. I hope you'll join me. You can find all the details at veronicaparetti.com slash yoga. I've always wanted to have a segment called something I'm obsessed with right now. And I'm pretty sure Andy Cohen did this on Watch What Happens Live back in the day, and he hasn't done it in a long time. But I wanted to share with you something I'm obsessed with right now, which is a book from my friend Hanukkah Antonelli. And the book is called The Up Level Project, Your Guide to Unlocking Higher Profits While Creating More Freedom. So Hanukkah is a business coach, a fantastic coach. But even if you're not self-employed, even if you're not an entrepreneur, it is a wonderful book to get into. If you're interested in a lot of the things I talk about on this podcast from a spiritual level, from a self-development level, from a psychological level, all of those itches will be scratched in this book. And she gives a lot of great tools as to how to work with a lot of the mental health stuff that comes up when you are striving to be a successful woman in the workplace, whether that is in your own workplace, which is your bedroom, like meaning your home office, not your sex life, or whether that be going to the office in corporate America. So I really recommend it. I just finished it. I'm absolutely loving it. I'm going to 
read it again because it was so chock full and I want to make sure that I actually get the most out of the exercises and the tools. But I wanted to mention it to you because I think most of the people listening to this podcast are high achievers who are looking to be successful while also living a spiritual life. So I think you'll love it and I wanted to share it with you and hopefully we'll do more of these segments where I just bring you something that I'm really digging, whether it's a TV show or a playlist or a different podcast or a book or something else. I don't know, but I'm excited to share more things that I'm obsessed with. Have a wonderful week. I know this is a short one today, but we all need a break. So let's take this extra time. Go take a deep breath, lay on your back, windshield wiper your legs, stretch it out, maybe put your legs up the wall, take the extra 10 minutes you have and just be with yourself because that's what Virgo season is all about. Being with yourself, taking care of yourself, making sure that your cup is filled so that when Libra season comes, we can connect again with those that we love and partner and move forward in making our relationships even better. All right. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.